Koitearapuru Sounds E ngā reo, e ngā mana, rauranga tirama, tēnā koutou katoa. Talofalawa, kam na Māori, pakalofalahiatu, and warm moana greetings. You're with the podcast series Sounds Podcast. Culture, music, and climate change from a Kiribati lens for Sounds Center for New Zealand Music, Toi Te Arapuro. Ko Tawili Ili Alpha Mayava Aho, o Aule Nei o Tawili Ili Alpha Mayava. Is my bestie, written and performed by Betaya Nemaya, a well-known music composer, vocalist, producer, and a strong advocate for the youth of his island nation of Kiribati. Born on the island of Peru, one of the small islands that makes up the Republic of Kiribati, Betaya is the youngest of three children and is a father of five himself. In the first episode of this three-part series. We get to know the moment when music and Betaya came together and his journey from humble beginnings to growing up in Nauru to the discovery of his unique sound. My name is Betaya Nehemiah and I'm 48 years old and I'm in a family of three, myself and my two older sisters, my dad and mom. So there's only five of us in the family and I'm the youngest in the family. <laughs> and... Um, I'm married, I got five kids. Uh, we moved to New Zealand um, in 2002 with my wife because my wife was a descendant of New Zealander. And that's the reason why we choose New Zealand to be our home apart from Kiribati. What do you mean that your wife is a descendant of New Zealand? She's a descendant of New Zealand because her grandfather was a soldier during the Second World War. And during those times, they were like, uh, I think there was 20 something of them can't remember the number, but they, and they were deployed by, um, that, was, that was when they were under the British Army to go to Kiribati and work there as coast watchers. And um, yeah, her granddad met um, a Kiribati woman from there, and which is her grandmother. Okay. Tell me about how music entered your life. You know, was it, uh, was it as guilty as all islanders where it was forced down your throat from church? <laughs> <laughs> Whether you wanted to sing or not, or tell me, how did music enter the great Pataya's life? I think music really got into me when I was so little before going to Nauru. Because my dad, he, 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 I remember he, he's got a guitar and I was playing guitar. I was so little listening to, you know, the sound of the guitar. And I was very fond of it, you know. I don't know how to play it, but, you know, as a little boy listening to, you know, a guitar is something very interesting. And I always listen to my dad when he's playing guitar and singing some Kiribati um, songs. But back then too, you know, my dad, uh, he's a good man, my dad. But, you know, he involved in drinking and all that, you know, after work and all that. He comes home sometimes. He was drunk, pick up a guitar and playing all night, you know. And, and I was looking at him, and then I remember back in the day, there was a song that always 
play it on the radio. They always play it every night. And it's, I, I can record this song and it's, every time I listen to this song, like um, I'm always like, you know, feeling emotional when I, <laughs> because the song was talking about a drunken dad and the mom has passed away, you know, the mother is far, but the song was like, if you, it's an old song, but in, they, they make it into Kiribati song, translate the the, mini, the the English song into Kiribati. And the song goes like this. My father is a drunkard. My mother is there. And I'm alone in hope and shine. You know, something like that. And I was like, every time they played it on the radio, man, I just feel so emotional. Was the version you heard, was it a Kiribati version? Yeah, it was a Kiribati version. Mm -hmm. And in Kiribati version, I'm alone, a little boy. You know, it's just when I record this song, it was just so, yeah, so, <laughs> oh, man. so emotional back in the day. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah, and I always, yeah, I always look at my dad. Every time he play a guitar and I told him, can you play that song for me? Mm -hmm. And he played, and then I always ask my dad, will you be that person for the rest of your life? And mom's going to be passed away and going to be left alone, you know, something like that. And my dad was looking at me. He was crying as well. No, son, don't you say that such words like that to me. And I was like, no, 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 brother. Yeah, and I always say that. My dad knows. And then that's when music, you know, hits me from that song. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just very, you know, emotional the way I, I recall it, you know. Mm. Remembering the time my dad would always play a guitar in front of me. And then... When we went to Nauru, I remember my dad, you know, because we never had a, a, a TV at home. And I remember my dad bought a, a, our first TV. In Nauru. In Nauru. And I was like, oh, that was good. We watched TV all day. Even my, when I come back from, from school, I know, how to, you know, those, what you those call it? Big the, giant boxes. The, 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 the VHS or, but back in the day, they called it, Max or something before mm -hmm. VHS um, released. So I always put a cassette there and watch movies, you know, kids' movies as well, something like with musical stuff. And then so I, that it, helped reinforce it, it, your love for music. Yeah. And then I remember my dad um, came back and he, because he, there's a video library, but then he came back with one cassette and he put it in the, in the Pedamax um, in, and we watched it. And it was, it was, it happened to be Michael Jackson. Wow. <laughs> I was so tiny that time and I was like, ah. Oh. And then that was my favorite tape and I told Dad, hey, Dad, when you go again, can you ask them that you, you know, rehire the, 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 the cassette again? Oh, I will. Okay. So every time you go and return the cassette, you always keep that. <laughs> so you keep coming and I always play it. Every time I come back from school, I play it. 
and I sing my heart out and you know in in the lounge or, or sometimes in my room playing their um, music and I just sing along with it I remember the song really captured me was like um, Billy Jean mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so tiny and I was singing Billy Jean <laughs> right at the top of my lungs you know <laughs> <laughs> you answered my question because my question was, what was the song that stood out for you? Oh, okay. <laughs> Man. You know, it's, it's uh, funny because, you know, you and I are both sons of the great mourner and these things were brought into our lives, right? Yeah. We grew up in music, but then when they capture them and put them in those little tapes and you get to watch them, man, because you have time to interpret in your mind how this music and this guy that's dancing and flying and look like he's walking, but he's going backwards. Yeah. Um, you know, my Lord, what's it doing to my mind? So Michael Jackson entered the picture and Pataya yeah. got inspired. Yeah, I think Michael Jackson really captured a lot, you know, um, inspired a lot of people. Because he, was, he was everything, He, he right? was everything. Yeah. You, you, you watch musicians these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, one person sing, other people dance. Yeah. Michael Jackson, sing, dance, dance. break, yeah. and then run and jump. Yeah. But here's the one thing about Michael Jackson. He never runs out of oxygen. Exactly. Right? Yeah. He'll be like jumping, and then when he comes up, <laughs> But nowadays, you know, when you hear artists sing, they're like, uh, hold on, please, I'm running. <laughs> never. Running ever. out of breath. <laughs> Rest in peace to the King of Pop. Amen. Rest in peace to King of Pop. Inspired by Michael Jackson, and then your musical journey started. When did you start looking at as a becoming a recording artist? And then I guess, I don't know whether it exists in, in Kiribati yet, but a commercial recording Kiribati artist. Yeah, I remember we, uh, you know, I had a friend when we saw, you know, that's when, just before going to high school. And I was in like prim- still in primary or like probably nine to ten years old at that time. And we had a keyboard at school. And the keyboard belongs to uh, one of our teachers. And every time he plays music, we go there and watch him play, you know. So my mate was very keen to, you know, put his hands on the on the keyboard. And he asked the teacher if, if she can, you know, teach him how to play the keyboard. So she taught him how to, you know, play the keyboard. Then one day he came to my house and he goes, but I, I'm good now. I think we can make a song. <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I think we can make a song. So he came with the keyboard and he's got all the drums on it, see? So he played. Hey, what was that song you, you always sing? Billy Jean, I will play Billy Jean. <laughs> but I remember he played like, off tune sometimes, you know, and I said, I don't think that's how you play it. <laughs> I don't think that's Billy Jean. I think that's Barry Jean. <laughs> yeah, so that's how it started. And I remember we recorded our first song, and it's funny, back in the day, all this instrument, but we used a keyboard and a microphone, and we plug it into a, a tape recorder. And a microphone, because we only um, plugged the, the um, you know, the, the microphone to the tape recorder. And the keyboard, and we put the mic on the on on the on the speaker so that it captured the you know the sound of the. And every time he played it, I have to sing like this on the. <laughs> it was funny. My dad came back came back one day. He was looking at us. You guys look stupid doing that. 
And I told her, Daddy, this is how they make superstars. Wow. And I remember that was the first time we recorded ourselves on the cassette. And we were so show off with that cassette. We, we take it around and we play it to the kids. This is our first recording that we did, me and... Because his name is Fumai. It's from, it's from um, Tuvalu. Okay. But he passed away. Uh-huh. Sorry for him. He went to... He was one of the... You know, the... Because we did... You know, ended up in a band after that. Me and him. And he's he's gone too famous too in, in the Marshall Islands. Because he went to Marshall Islands. Oh. And with that... Um, Bonape. Hmm. He's famous around the, the, that area. And, 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 and the beautiful islands that the Palangi called Micronesians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there was one, this funny thing is um, our tape recorder, um, one day it was not working and we found out that it's uh, the court, that power. I think it was the, um, what do you call it, the transformer inside? What was it? Mm. But it's got a battery, you know, yeah. those... Um, those t- giant t- batteries. <laughs> so we took that one off and we, oh, how are we going to put this... No, we, you know that quote? Yeah. We cut the, <laughs> we strip it, and it's got a negative and a positive. Yeah. So we put yeah. the other one on the negative the and the positive, the... and we turn it on. <laughs> I remember my dad came back and, hey, what are you guys doing? Don't you guys, this is risky. You guys going to end up, you know. We want to be stars, daddy. We want to be superstars. We want to be like Michael Jackson. We want someone else to watch our video 100 years from today and be inspired. And then I remember my dad took that off. Rip it off. You're not using this anymore. Mm. And we were such, my, me and my friend was like, oh, no, that's sad, Dad. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember my dad came back with a new one. Wow. He bought us a new one. I, boys, I got you a new, a new, a new yeah. stereo. <laughs> that you still have to sing with the microphone. We still, still have to sing. Oh, I was like, oh, thank you, Dad. Thank you for, you know, understanding our interest. <laughs> When when and where did you record your first song that Kiribati globally started hearing and then your name started coming up within the Kiribati community itself? Where did that happen and what song was it? Okay, um, I remember because my friend Fumai, he, he was famous before me. I was still schooling and he, I remember he wrote me when I was, you know, back in the day we got no no phones or something, but he wrote me a letter. I was, in, I was still in Fiji. And he sent me a, a letter. Ty, remember that song you wrote? The first song that you wrote? Yeah, and I wrote that song when I was only 13 years old. When we first came back from high school, he was studying in um, um, the Mormon church in, in Taro, and I was studying in the Catholic church. That was in the outer island of, of Kiribati, in the Bayang. And we came back for Christmas uh, break in Nauru because all our parents are teachers as well. He's, his parents are teachers as well. And then we came back for holiday, Christmas holiday. And I remember he came to me and said, I met a girl at school. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I met a girl at school and I, man, I'm so in love with this girl, man. I really, I really want to make a song for it. <laughs> I was like sitting there, are you kidding me? Because myself back that in, the, in those days, I never think about a woman, you know. I only think about school. <laughs> and I look at him. Oh, you, that's so new. Now you introduce me to, you know, you know, to a woman now because well, I, I well, never had that idea in my life. Well, you have one of. The, oh, do you talk to girls? <laughs> okay, and so then, he, and he, I remember you guys. Can you write me a song? 
Are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't know. This, you know, write a song. Please, Pattaya, write me a song. And then I remember saying, oh, what's the name of the girl? Yeah. And where's she from? Oh, she's from that island, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So I'm listening to um, some of the Kiribati's music, how they, you know, do a love song. And I keep listening to them, you know, just before I wrote a song. Oh, this is how they do it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Then I started. <laughs> Took a pen and a paper and I just sit there. I was only 13 years old. <laughs> and I start writing a song and I remember this song go, goes, um, I come here at the pen and no way you. No, no, it's like it's saying, my heart was shocked when I first saw this beautiful face. Are you sure you were going to school for that? That's the lyrics of a very romantic and hard brother. Wow. And Actually, then, you kept it or you gave it to him? I gave it to him. And then I remember he, he wrote me, a, I wrote him a song and then he wrote me when I was in, in Fiji. He goes, you know that song you wrote? Yeah, it's a top song now in Kiribati. And then what? Every time I go around the island, the book, they, they, oh, they always want me to sing that song. Oh, thank you, brother. Thank you. And what did you say? I wrote it. <laughs> what did you say? I wrote it. You wrote it. <laughs> so you made yourself famous of my writing. <laughs> and he was laughing. Please, brother. Please, please, please. Make me famous for now. <laughs> then I start writing uh, wedding songs. Birthday song. It started off with that first, and even love songs. I wrote a heaps of songs for them. This band, <laughs> and they always played. And every time they, they, just before they sing it, they said, "Oh, this song was wrote, written by Peter and Emai." Wow. And I wasn't a singer at that time. I was just behind the scene. You no, know, so just. So you began your career as a composer. Yeah, composer. Yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> when did you first record your commercial venture where you went from composer into literally singing? Um, it happens in 2000 and 2005. Uh, no, in, 2006. In Kiribati? In Kiribati. Yeah. In Kiribati. No, not 2006. Sorry. 1996. It happens in 1996. And um, that's when they want me to sing, you know. Because they go, Patai, you can write a song. How about you sing it all? And then for my goes, he can sing that boy. Because I was a keyboarder back then and he was a singer. <laughs> How many songs do you think you've written? If you were to take a guess, look like a number in the sky, uh, <laughs> including the one you wrote for For My. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> that was I, the first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How many songs do you think you've composed to date? The ones not just for you, but because it sounds like you were writing for other people. Yeah. Before you started writing for yourself, if you can think of a number in the sky, what would it be between this number and that number? I think it's more than 50 songs now, okay. yeah, to be honest. Yeah, somewhere there. And that's a combination of your own and what you've written for other yeah. people. Mm -hmm. Wow. Just 50 songs, and to be honest. Yeah. Those 50 songs, was it all in Kiribati or were it like a mixed match? Some were half Kiribati, half English? or uh, Mostly in Kiribati when I first wrote and started writing songs. And then after that, it was kind of like mixed. Yeah. You, you kind of wrote the feeling. Yeah, there, I right? remember I was singing in Tuvalu as well. Because there was a composer, Tuvalu and composer. And he heard about me and he goes, Pataya, 
I heard that song on the radio. And how about I changed the other, the second verse into Tavolon? And then he wrote it into Tavolon and gave it to me. Wow. And when I sung first, you know, record that song, we released it and the Tavolon people heard it. And it's quite famous in Tavolon as well. Mm. Mm. That's amazing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad there's someone from another language that wanted to, you know, collaborate with my work and something like that. Yeah. And I... Where would you say is the uh, the music industry in Kiribati at the moment? Is it uh, in a uh, a new up and coming phase, or um, is it sort of maturing? I think today our music is just it's, it's sometimes it's it's ongoing and sometimes pausing at the at, at the same time. Because mm. my point of view is, and the, the problem is that there wasn't any like a platform that, you know, we are working with to make our Kiribati music, you know, like stable, you know, because um, it's up and down. It's But I can see there's a lot of people nowadays that they, you know, they self-taught themselves, you know, in music. They put their hands on, you know, instruments, you know, and I'm, very, I'm, I'm so proud of them, you know. I've, I've, I've worked with some, you know, good musicians in Kiribati as well. And like you said, there's uh, a blind guy that um, you know, that was doing a studio there, and there's one in Kiribati as well. He's very famous in Kiribati. His name is Tepuatanga. And I always tell them, you know, our music can't grow if we are not working hard hmm. ourselves individually. You know, if if you as a drummer, you know, work hard on your instrument, you know, because we understand that our government is not backing us up, you know. As you can see, this they don't we don't learn it from school at all. We don't lo- learn those from primary okay. and secondary school and tertiary school. The only thing that we learn is only notes, how to sing a note. Mm. That's all we know in Kiribati. So in Kiribati, there's a lot of people that they can beat a note, how to sing with a note, because that's the only thing that they learn on the island. Mm-hmm. Which is like a custom now in the day, in these days and back then as well. Would you like to see music as part of the learning curriculum? Yeah, because that's a desire. Because yeah. mm. you talk about growth. Yeah, right? I, I really want to seek it the best in the future. To, you know, to to be you know more improved in music and maybe you know we get our name out there. You know, yeah. as I'm starting to see nowadays. Um, there's a lot of um, young people now. They, they, they grown in music, and I can see the way they, they make their music, and all the music that we, you're talking about, they doing as well. They they doing those nowadays, and I was like, oh, that's really you know, you know, I'm happy to to experience that our people are you know doing well in music. podcast was produced and presented for Sounds, Center for New Zealand Music, Toi Te Puoro, by me, Tawili Ili Alpha Mayaba. 
funded by the Stout Trust. The sound engineer is Phil Brownlee and music by Petaya Nemaya. Thank you, Maloa Pito, Kopas Nirapa to our guest, Betaya Nemaya. For more about this podcast and other sound podcasts and information about the music of Aotearoa New Zealand, go to the Sounds Podcast website, sounds.org.nz. That's S-O-U-N-Z. Noreira tena koto, tena koto, tena tato katoa. Maloa pito, fafetai telelava. Toi te arapuru sounds.